Hello. Hi, y'all. I am Kim. And I'm Sam. And this is Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures review podcast, now recorded in a new location. Woo! I have successfully moved to a bigger apartment. Kim moved. Kim got me sick. That too. Um, yeah. That's why there haven't been many uh, episodes for the past couple weeks. I got sick. Then I moved. Then I got sick again. Then Sam got sick. Yeah, it, it's it's been a time. It's been a couple of weeks. And then there may or may not be an episode next week. Yeah. Because Kim's going away. I guarantee nothing. Um, I'm going to be in Barcelona next week. And I'm leaving Tuesday at midnight. And I'm going to a concert Monday night. So I actually don't know if we'll have time to record yeah. another episode. It's super busy. Yeah. So we <sighs> might miss next week. You'll Who find, knows? We'll find out. We'll probably. find out. Yeah. Maybe Kim will add something at the end of this so that um, I tell you whether or not we're, we're joshing. Or I might just cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's been a while, so are there any ghost updates? Um, not yet. It's been pretty quiet in my room, but I am, I am getting a new bed. Ooh. So I have to rearrange my entire life, and... I mean, if you get an Ikea bed, you can just assemble it in your room and don't have to worry about getting it up there. No, no, no. My parents went to Raymore and Flanagan, and they're going to set it up for me and all that good stuff. I just have to make a space for it. All right. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice when your parents buy you nice shit. I just steal it from my parents' place, and they get rid of it. Like my fancy new big couch. We can fit three or four people on my couch now. It's very nice, though I was falling into Kim's dad's <laughs> So my dad always sat in the same space. And uh, Sam happened to pick that seat, so of course she kept falling into. It's the side of the couch I sat on all the time on your old couch, so you know, just yeah. settling in and it's. Oh my god, you know what's great? Sliding. What's up? We don't hire people in the hallway anymore. No, because we're a little bit farther in. We're farther in, so it's just my neighbor and her husband, her dog. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. Her dog is a sweetheart, and I love her, and I'm just like. Not the neighbor, y'all. Just the dog. I mean, the neighbor's a sweetheart, too, but the dog is so Dog's cute. Dog's the important part. Um, so, yeah. So, we're set up. Um, Kim's almost done unpacking. Yes. I got the important things out, like my books. Um, I didn't have the alcohol out. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> funny. Kim's like, I don't know where the wine is. No. I said, what do you want to drink? Is this a wine night? And then I'm like, wait a second. Where is the wine? I don't think I unpacked it. And I'm like, wait, no, it's in this one box that I have left, because it has to be there, because I know I put it in a box, and that's the only box I haven't unpacked. And so I open it, and it's all blankets and stuffed animals on top of my liquor bottle. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Kim just, like, sticks her whole arm into this box, and then comes out with, like, a bottle of wine. It's a 19 Crimes <laughs> Uprising, if you're drinking along with us. It Sticks is fantastic. So yeah, so it's been busy. I'm going to Barcelona next week. Yeah. So maybe I'll have Spanish ghost stories. Hopefully. I'm going to a bed next week. So we'll see if my roommate likes how I rearrange my entire life. I don't know. Um, ghosts tend to be pretty mad when you rearrange anything. So. Yeah, the only time I've ever seen him is when I, this is the last time I, I moved my bed. So. I'm sorry, I just want to... Did you say see? Yes. And if somebody don't mean experience, you mean physically see? Yes. What? Okay, so <laughs> a couple things to start off this story. 
I sleep in an attic. I wear glasses, and I don't sleep with the glasses on. Right. So if you haven't followed us on Instagram, or this is your first episode, that's an introduction to Yeah, say. there we go. That's, that's <laughs> the two important parts. So um, I had just, I had had my bed against the window, and I decided that's all well and good, but I think summer is coming. I'm going to need to put the AC in. So let me move the bed back against the other wall. It's easy enough to do. I rearranged all the furniture. I was very proud of myself. I go to sleep. It's literally the first night after I moved the bed, right? I moved the bed that freaking day. And um, I wake up in the night and I hear footsteps coming from like the stairs towards me. And, you know, they're footsteps. I swore that like one of my family members had come upstairs to come check on me or some shit, which they don't really do because um, I sleep in the nude mostly to keep them out of my room. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> the power of boobies. See, I just pretended to be asleep. <laughs> yeah, well, but it's... Because it's... that won't stop my mother. No, no, nothing stops your mother. Your mother <laughs> is a force of nature. <laughs> Gosh. It stops my parents. It stops my parents. It does not stop mine. It was not my father, not my mother. <laughs> no. Anyway, so. It's middle of the night. I'm like, oh, maybe dad got up for work and decided to say... He never does that. So I'm confused. And the footsteps come all the way up to next to my bed. So I was sleeping on my side with my back to the room, which I don't normally do. So I roll over to look and see. And lo and behold, there is absolutely the figure of a man. Um, it's dark, so it's mostly just a dark shadow. And I did what anybody would do in this situation. I rolled back over my to sleep. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe because everything was rearranged, he wanted to make sure you were okay. I no longer... I, I have now moved my pillow from that side of the bed to the other side of the <laughs> bed so that if he walks over to the same spot, it's now just my feces. The problem I have is that now sometimes I feel someone sit on my bed and just gently stroke my legs, which is something that could be reassuring. Well, it's out. I mean, granted, the stroke in your legs is creepy, but it could just be that, you know, he worries about you. You know what? Uh, we've had much less touching in the middle of the night since I started, like, talking out loud. So. Yeah, I think he was just worried about you. Because it sounds like he did. He wasn't mad. It wasn't malevolent. No, no, it wasn't malevolent. I didn't. It sounds like. Like, so honestly, it's not like, oh, I felt. Like, I mean, I felt weird because I was waking up in the middle of the night, but it didn't feel, like, bad. It was just, like. Man, who the fuck is walking over here? Yeah, I don't have that. Although, like, I've never really had that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was weird. It was weird. This is, yeah. Though that does... Ghosts ignore me. I actually just remember, I think I did hear, uh, a voice the other night. Wait, what? Okay, so, more context. My partner lives in England. And we definitely have had a habit for basically the entire relationship of falling asleep with like a voice call open, right? It's very cute. It's adorable. How else do you get to hear your partner snore uh, when you're several thousand miles apart? Meanwhile, Alex and I, when we were long distance, would just study together over Skype. Yeah. <laughs> that was our thing. We studied. Yeah, you spent you spend time together. So like... Since there's the, the time difference, we don't get to spend much, like, 
neutral time together. So sleeping is basically our, yeah. like, we're just enjoying each other's space. Um, so I woke up in the middle of the night, and the, oh, other piece of information. My headphone jack is going, so, like, oh, the jingles is me, by the way. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're how many episodes in now? I think they're used to the jingles. I added a new bracelet that's jingling more. Because, like, I've given up on trying to cut it out. I'm sorry. It's okay. I also talk with my hands, so, um. That's supposed to be my thing. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> So my headphone jack is going, so one of the problems I have in this life is that um, sometimes it'll be plugged in, but because the headphone jack is going, it's not actually putting sound out through the headphones, or it's putting out like the barest amount of sound. I've been struggling. I'm probably going to get a new phone. You know, provided I have money. Hashtag hire me. Um, So I'm awake now trying to finagle the phone. To make it work because I'm not hearing anything not even like static and I give up and I'm like fuck it I'm gonna go back to sleep and I just hear just hang on I'm like what <laughs> you sure that wasn't Alex no couldn't hear him oh shit is her is your roommate jealous I I'm not sure <laughs> yeah so um I don't know if roommate's getting jealous or if like the solution to my frustration was just just hang up um, I didn't hang up. I think I actually went, but I don't wanna. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> like, the poutiest I don't wanna that you can imagine at, like, literally five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I don't have these. I moved. There was no weird things that happened during my move. Although, I did have to go dumpster diving for my keys today. Yeah. I, um, I had a day. Got a parking ticket this morning because I forgot to fill the meter, which, you know, that, that was my fault. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. I was half awake. I forgot to do the whole meter thing. You don't have the app? I do have the app. That's the worst part. That was door noise from the outside. She's taking the puppy out. Anyway. Yeah. If you trick him, that's door noise. Yes. That is very clearly door noise, thankfully. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got a parking ticket this morning, which was my own fault. I'm not even going to deny it. I just totally forgot to do the whole meter thing, because it was 8.30 in the morning and had to go talk to high school students, and I was not awake. And they definitely check over there. Yeah. It was right in front of the high school. It was not fun. Um, then I accidentally threw out my keys. So I had a giant box of paper. So I threw out the giant box of paper into the dumpster, but my keys had fallen into the box. And so I had to go dumpster diving into the dumpster because the keys fell out of the box when I flew the box to the dumpster. Thankfully, I have I've never been so happy for the existence of tech boots. So I have my I don't really practice as an EMT much anymore, but I still have my EMS boots, which are hard-toed and waterproof. I saw them outside the door and I was like, "Oh, did Kim Use her boots recently? Yes, yes, I did. I went to the <laughs> dumpster diving because I knew they would protect my feces. Um, and they're currently out there because they're staying out there until I decontaminate them with Clorox. Good plan. <laughs> um, and I also wore, like, like as soon as I figured out what was going on, I came back up to my apartment because I had security let me in. And I put on an old pair of jeans that I can't fix, so I have to get rid of them anyway. And my tech boots and an old t-shirt that, you know, if it, if it 
got messed up. No biggie. If, the it, has, if it has to go into the incinerator, okay. The t-shirt survived. Okay. Because I didn't have to go that far into the dumpster. The jeans, though. The jeans probably would have been okay, but I was like, I'm not taking that chance. So I just tossed them. Yeah. And the boots need to, definitely need to be decontaminated. But I did find my keys. And then I took a shower and washed my keys. But then I stupidly actually washed my car keys, which has, like, the electronic key fob. Like, I have a 2009 Toyota, so it's not, like... So I can still get into my car. Yeah, this is not, like, a, a keyless bullshit. Yeah, no, so... That is my fear. Like, what do you do when the battery dies? <sighs> yeah, no, so I just... So I realized too late, like, oh my god, I can't wash that. That's electronic. So I took it apart, put it in rice. It functions. It's okay. Actually, I think the sensor is probably in the car rather than in the keys. Uh, that wasn't the part I was worried about. You know, for, for like the... the, the I was keyless, worried about yeah. corrosion um, yeah. to the battery. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Ouchies. But that's apparently like airtight. It kind of has to be. So yeah. people people go in the rain with their Yeah, that's keys. what I figured. So I figured it would be okay, but like I was paranoid, so I like, put it in rice. So now I have like a little snack baggie of dry rice sitting in my office. <laughs> <laughs> For the next time you drop something small that needs to be dried. Because um, it was like the rest of like my Carolina rice, and I'm not going to like cook with that now. Nah. So, so yeah, my keys are decontaminated, I'm decontaminated, and the rest of my day went off pretty well. Um, except for my cells giving me trouble, as they are wont to do after you're sick for two weeks and don't take good care of them. They're like Tamagotchi, okay? Like, someone made this comparison once, but they're like Tamagotchi. If they're not happy, they will, like, ruin your life. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really do the Tamagotchi thing. But yeah, so, that, that was my day. But it's okay, because on Tuesday at midnight, I go to Barcelona. I'm not going to Barcelona. I'm going to, like, my final three weeks of work. But it's okay, because I'm going to get you gifts. I'll take gifts. Mostly because... I'll I'll tell you what it is after I get it. Okay. But there is a specific thing that I want to find for you. Because I'm going... So, this is the weirdest thing. I'm going to an anime convention in Barcelona for a side conference on running anime conventions. I was going to be like, for work. (laughs) This is for work. This is (laughs) work-related. Not really. I'm not getting paid for this. You don't get paid for anything you do. Although it's going to be weird. I am rooming rooming with one of my other Sams. (gasps) Another Sam? Yes. You know I'm irreplaceable. I have... So for some reason, I have a lot of friends named Sam. (laughs) It was a very popular name in 1991. All my other friends named Sam are guys. It's my favorite part about Sam. <laughs> so, because you've met one of them. Yes. I'm pretty sure you've met other Sam too, because he's part of Oticon. Maybe only briefly. Probably only briefly. He usually works in Reg. He's also a PhD, or he just graduated this PhD. Oh, congratulations. So he has a PhD in the same field I do. Oh, he But he got his from UPenn. Here. And now he's doing a postdoc in Germany. Fuck. So he's joining me in Barcelona. <laughs> gonna hang out and talk about doctorate stuff. He's gonna be like, how's your research going? I'm gonna cry. And he goes, I feel that. He's gonna <laughs> buy you a drink. Pretty much. That's how it's gonna go down. Yeah. Like, let's be real now. Oh, and it's also a 10-year anniversary on Saturday. A 10-year college graduation reunion. 10-year high school reunion. Sorry, not college. Our 10-year high school reunion on Saturday. 
Yay. Sam is abandoning me. I have Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> She's abandoning me for D&D, so I'm going. And um, also there's a mass involved and mm, can't be bothered. <laughs> um, I'm dealing with the mass. Although I did decide that I'm actually going to go to mass on All Saints Day. Oh, that's so sweet of you. I'm going to mass on All Saints Day because I'll be in Barcelona. And um, Sagrada Familia has an international mass at 9 a.m. Ooh, at 9 a.m. Well, I have to be up anyway. Yeah, but like, so, But it's also an excuse to go to Sagrada Familia. Always a good thing. Yes. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> that's, so yeah, it's our 10-year high school reunion, and that's going to be interesting. I know exactly how old we are, honestly. Well, I apparently very much confused one of my, uh, my friend Karishma because I was telling her about it, and we graduated the same year from high school, and she was like, oh wait, how are you a year younger than me? I'm like, I'm not. I, got, I was class of 2009. She's like, but why is she? I'm like, we do our reunions in the fall of the graduation year, not... In Which the is like, the weirdest shit. Yeah, it is. And she's like, oh. I don't blame her for being confused. Although, it's okay. She's mad. Apparently, she's mad at me because our prom did not get canceled for swine flu. No, we got swine at prom. Yes, I was telling her this. And she's like, I went to boarding school, so everything shut down, and they canceled our prom. So, and so the theme of their high, of their reunion was, um, was it, it was like swine prom, or something oh. like that. Oh. The irony is she couldn't go, because she got swine flu. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so, uh, Kim and I mostly dodged swine. Yeah, we had a, we had a friend who gotten it and had a missed graduation. And there were a few other girls in our class who had it, but they were okay. Yeah, I had, like, the babiest version of swine. And, like, that was not comfortable, and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I got nothing. But, like, I was recovered in time for graduation. It wasn't a big deal. Um, both me and my date were fine. I don't remember if my prom date got swine. I th- Keith got swine. I think he did. He did. He got swine. I yeah. remember. I got, like, a baby version. Always get your flu sw- shot, kids. I forgot to do that today because my school was giving out flu shots. <laughs> yeah, I have to do that. I normally... Well, I don't have health care coverage right now. So, you know. I, I'm i a little worried because I think my cousin's wife is anti-vax. I'm like, please don't. Please don't. I'm very tolerant of a lot. I'm, I'm tolerant of the essential oils. Please don't be anti-vax. Please don't be anti-vax. Please don't be anti-vax. That's grounds for divorce. No, he'll fucking go along with it. No. You probably know which cousin I'm talking about. No, he this is, is bad. He is a very beautiful man. Delete this. <laughs> D- delete this cousin. I can't. He's everyone's favorite because he's the first one. Um, but yeah, so Sam is abandoning me at our high school reunion, which means that we can't do our original plan of, like, talking about our boyfriends, but only using their first name. I know, I'm sorry. And so, making everyone think that we're just dating the same person. I know, I'm a bad person. You're not. I just don't want to go to church. I've dodged it this long. You do realize that you can go and skip the mass, right? Dungeons and Dragons. It's our bi-weekly game, and we didn't have a game for, like, all of September. It's fine. Apparently, we canceled our game tonight, because I was like, I can't do it. And then, um, our DM's brother is like, I can't. I have a note from the NFL. <laughs> that's, that's a bad reason. 
Alex DMs this game that's on Saturday and um, qualifying for the Mexico Grand Prix is during our game. Also, I... Oh, it's tempting. By the way, I figured out what my next two... Like, no, I'm not in any other campaigns right now, but I have what my next two characters are going to be. Yes. I have both of them planned. You've gotten the And I have, names for one, I have a name for one of them. Would you want to stay with 4th edition, or? I'm cool with going to 5th, I just. 5th is easier. Like, I, I don't <laughs> have a preference on edition, it's just yeah. the campaign I joined happened to be 4th edition. Yeah, I think this campaign is going to be wrapping up. It's the Dragon Heist book, if you're familiar. And I think we're almost done with it. My character, nah, this is embarrassing. My character, um, her whole thing is that she's haunted. Meanwhile, my character's whole thing is that she's essentially Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but Elvish. <laughs> yeah, no, mine is like, okay, so she's a, a bard, college of mourning. I think that's Xanathar's guide to everything else. And her whole thing is that uh, she's haunted and or cursed. She thought she was cursed, but she had a ghost friend. Turns out the ghost friend has absolutely been killing all of her lovers. That's That's been the problem. It hasn't been a co- curse, just ghost friend. So she's she's in the middle of some shit right now. Nah, I play a rogue um, named Rosa. Oh, sorry, named Lily. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I was going to say, rogue, that's... that's no, I play a rogue named Lily who um, has no patience for anything. And I somehow managed to cheat my way through a game of dice by just, like, bluffing my way through it. It's like, yes, I rolled higher than you. And even though I rolled, like, one. <laughs> even the DM was surprised that worked, to be honest. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> deuces are wild. That's a one. It's wild. It's higher than you. Um, but yeah, I have my next two characters planned. It's gonna be uh, Katie, a uh, human rogue, who's the dread cheerleader. Oh my god, yes. Yes, yes. Um, she's, she's gonna be a pirate, and she's going to align evil. She's going to align either chaotic, neutral, or evil, depending on which edition she's used in. Yeah. And then it's going to be... And then my next one after that's going to be a cleric that I don't have a name for that um, worship story from Queen. Oh, man. Raven Queen's so good. And she's going to be aligned good. Um, and her whole thing is that she sees death as part of the cycle of life. Yeah. So like, she's not going to cause... So she doesn't believe in causing harm, but she does believe that death is a way to end harm. <laughs> but she'll finish it. <laughs> she won't start shit, but she will finish it. Um, so yeah, so those are my next two D&D characters. So exciting. I, I don't have any other... I don't have names for the third one, but I do have... But, the, yeah. Um, the next one's going to be the Dread Pirate Katie. Yeah, let's see. I have one bard... <laughs> I have, I'm playing also a gunslinger in a different game, and a barbarian in a third game, and then for my fourth character, she's a wizard. Oh my god, it's a Ravnica campaign. Yeah, her Pinterest board is like 500 pins, and most of them are sheer lace dresses. Right now I'm debating if I want to make Kitty a rogue or a wizard. Wizards are fun. I know. There are a lot of spells. But I'm like, it's a pi- I'm, not, I'm thinking, like, I want her to be a pirate, so which is going to be better? A rogue or a wizard? A rogue is better for a pirate, but, like... But not necessarily. Well... Because you could be a wizard with roguish tendencies. Because she is a captain of a ship, not a well, peon. Because well, hmm. I'm thinking, like, you could always do the when I'm, swashbuckler. Well, the reason why I'm kind of thinking... Flash. Well, the reason why I'm kind of leaning toward, um... 
wizard. She just strikes people down. No, she charms them to doing what she wants. <gasps> Using that command spell for good work. Oh, excuse me. I love how none of this is about the Remington Arms episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for this podcast to d- dissolve with wa- into wine time with Sam and Kim. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow and That's Why We Drink has kept it. Has kept it warm. Granted, they'll have like an hour of like talking. They're like, oh yeah, we probably have to do these stories now. <laughs> My favorite podcasts are really just talky-talky podcasts. Because, well, I'm not going to be working there anymore um, soon. But, like, it's kind of lonely, and I don't get to talk to anyone most of the time when I have a hateful creature working directly behind me who's trying to freeze me to death. So, like, it has a chilling effect on the entire thing. I just have headphones on day in and day out. Yeah. No my bothers me. It's great. My headphones are people talking to their friends. You know, podcasts where people are just talking Aww. to their friends because I'm lonely. Yeah, my headphones... Fire me. Yeah, my headphones are things like... Uh, my dad wrote a porno, or just lots of true crime. All the true crime. I did, uh, my friend Q's been trying to get me to listen to Friends at the Table, which is an actual play podcast, uh, with a great narrative bent, and I started the, uh, Twilight Mirage season, and it's next in space, and yeah, it's I, really good. I kind of want you to listen to the next Adventure Zone arc with me. When does it start? I don't know. Is this the one that starts on Halloween? Maybe. I think I saw people talking about. It's it's literally those the next horny boys. They, yes. Starting on because that's their nickname yeah. for when they play D and D. Listen, I listen to enough from the bam 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 bam. But it's, tra- but it's Travis DMing. Travis is my favorite one. Which, by the way, I do recommend listening to the Amnesty. Uh, we'll wait. Amnesty recently. Let me finish the Amnesty one shot. Oh, okay. Um, so they're not playing the regular characters. Travis is DMing, and Griffin didn't have enough time to come up with a character, so he's his ten-year-old self. <laughs> <laughs> Mood. I've been hearing a lot so, of but things he's about athletic. You know, making his dad proud. Unlike real Griffin. <laughs> yes. Can't fool me, boy. Oh my gosh! So I went to the Bim Bam live show. How was? It was so much fun, and I didn't realize, but still buffering was the opening. I was like so excited, <laughs> so great. Um, a friend of mine was trying to sell a ticket, but yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I didn't think I well, I was sick, so oh I God, it was, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Still buffering was the opening, and um, what was great was um, Sydney's father introduced the boys. Aww. Wait, sorry, Sydney's father introduced. Still buffering, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aww. he's like, he's like, hi. Um, some of y'all may know me as um, the guy who fired Griffin, thus starting his career. Is that what it is? I ain't been fired yet. Do I need to get fired from something and then I'll have a career? I don't know. I've technically never been fired. You're still technically, in school, though. <laughs> technically is the very key word there. Um... Like, I've had, like, agreements come to an end, but I don't count that as fired. No, sometimes an agreement just comes to an end. Uh, but yeah. So, so um, what the fuck did we do tonight? <laughs> we ate some pizza. We're we watched Remington wine. Arms. Remington which, Arms. 
Oh, it reminds me, I have updates on Zach's Haunted Museum <gasps> that is relative to this episode. Or, but relevant. I, relevant to this episode, thank you. But we'll get to it when I'm we excited. get there. I'm excited. Okay. So, um, they're in Bridgewater, Connecticut. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Which is Connecticut. on Metro North, and I briefly had a fling with a guy from Bridgeport. Okay. That's Bridgeport's claim to fame. Um... <laughs> I fucked a guy from Bridgeport. It's the only good thing that's ever happened to that city. Oh. Not in Bridgeport, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're in Bridgeport, Connecticut, um, at the Remington Arms Factory, which used to be one of the largest munitions factories in the country. It was opened in the late 19th century and closed in 1986. Um... And Zach is talking about it. He's like, they made thousands of bullets here. And the tour guy corrects them and says millions. Millions. Millions of bullets. And he's like, oh, millions of bullets. And this, for some reason, blows his mind. I'm like, this place was open for over a hundred years. Oh my god. No shit. Uh, it was so much. So, like, he gets in and he's talking about how, like, the building's, like, no longer being used and... It, the homeless sleep there. And he goes, a haven for the criminal elements. I'm like... Bro, they're just homeless. Meanwhile, I'm like, it's Connecticut. Is there a, com- is there a criminal element in Connecticut? No, Bridgeport is kind of... There's parts of Bridgeport that are kind of nasty. Okay. I was going to say other than New Haven. But- parts of New Haven that are kind of nasty. Right around their freaking uh, train terminal. Oh, yeah. Who knows? New Haven, it's like Yale. Two blocks around Yale. And then it gets sketchy as fuck. Yeah. I went to a Mountain Goats concert, like, two blocks from Yale. The Mountain Goats are a great band, you guys. Which reminds me, I've never... If you're a girl from Yale and you're not a bitch, I do apologize for saying this, but I've never met a girl who's gone to Yale who wasn't a total bitch. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just the, well, I don't know too many Ivy Leaguers. Like, I was talking to one of my friends who went to Cornell and she's like, you know what I'm thinking about? It. You're right. I don't know a single girl who's gone to Yale who wasn't a bitch. And I don't see this with any of the other Ivy Leagues. Like, Harvard has a reputation, but I've never seen that with Harvard. Only Yale. <laughs> And we were really primed for this. Like, uh, I'm not going to go into that because this is recorded, I'm not going to go into that either. But, but I'm just saying, I've never met a girl from Yale who wasn't a total bitch. If you're the exception to this, please let me know. If you're a total bitch in the email that lets us know, you you avoided that. Now you're, you know, just saying. Just saying. Exactly. So, um, he's talking about... How they made ammunition for the wars here. And I'm like, oh my god. Uh, okay, let me just let me just preface. The interview portion of this episode is absolutely that episode. A donkey is back from the walkies future Kim. <laughs> it's like so recently, um, the Ghost Hunters crew has come back in like two separate sets. I'm so excited. Uh, Grant has rebuilt Ghost Hunters and um, Jason now has Ghost Nation. Um, and what I like is that they're not really competing with each other. Like, uh, Ghost Hunters does, like, big locations, and Ghost Nation focuses on families and homes that are, need help. And watching how they do interviews and how they inter- and, like, how they do investigations has been such a breath of fresh air. I haven't watched them yet, so I'm still salty. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, this is what originally got me into these shows. Oh, they're so nice. They're not begging for a ghost to hurt them. 
They're like, hi, are you there? They're We're here to help. Ghost masochists. Like, what? Amazing. And, like, if they see something, the first thing they try to do is find an explanation for it. Not be like, bro! 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 <laughs> it's so nice. Ah. It's so nice. But tonight we had to watch Zack. Ah. Ah. So, um, as they're getting started, their batteries go dead. They start talking to a cop. Blah, blah, blah. There was an explosion in 1942. And Zach calls that area the death dance floor. <sighs> the death dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Seven people did die. No, in you're not. <laughs> um, and it's really... Uh, they actually make a point of showing they went to the library to do research. Which I found entertaining because, A, Zach knows what a library is. So first, he starts off that with, like, we always do our research and go to libraries. No, this is the first time in three seasons I've actually shown this. Are you sure? I thought you just talked to burly dudes. Which, it's funny that he says we always go to the library to do our research because he seems so surprised by everything in this episode. Oh my gosh. Like, they talk to a, a guy named Alden, mm-hmm. and he goes, was working here like hell? And this guy goes, we had quite a few accidents. Yeah, dude's just like totally chill. He's like, eh. And they're really trying to hype up that that explosion was a work of sabotage, um, which anytime someone says sabotage, I just hear the Beastie Boys. I didn't until you just said that. Yep. It's my problem. Uh, they... They're going on a tour, and he's like, and then they go to the smelting pot. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, someone pushed someone in, didn't they? So, I'm like, these things are in the floor. Someone. And then there goes, two men fell in. And Kim just goes, I knew it! (laughs) Because, like, that's what it always is. It's like, you don't, don't type it up. It's fairly obvious. Like, come on. It, you had smelting pots full of, like, molten, uh, lead, iron, whatever bullets are made out of. In the floor. Some motherfucker's gonna fall in there. I twisted my ankle today because my foot fell asleep and I tried to stand on it. Okay? Like, you can't put me anywhere near a hole in the floor. I will fall through it. Meanwhile, I crawled into a dumpster and didn't fall down. Go me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very proud of that because I didn't have to wash my hair. I didn't have to, like, toss the t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad you found the keys. I'm so glad I found the keys, too. Oh. I'm also so glad that, like, I still had enough time to take a shower. I know. That's the most important part. Um, so, yeah. So, then they talk about, they talk to some police officers about the, uh, Puerto Rican guard riot. Portuguese. Oh, it's Portuguese. I'm oh, sorry. But that comes, is that here? That I didn't is actually here. write it down. I, I don't know. I, I put it ta- later I because I forgot. And then I ignored everything they said. Yeah, so some Portuguese labor workers went on strike, and that turned into riots. And the guards and beat them, and Zach seems surprised that guards beat people. They beat this dude to, like, a bloody pulp, and he literally died that way. He was 18. They give his name later, and I didn't write it down. Because I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so used to your sneezes. I'm like, we're just going to keep going. Um, um, but yeah, so Zach is like, 
He's, he gets way too into it. I think like, I didn't write it down. Why is it? I, was, I forgot. I, I paraphrase it. He's like, why is it always the guards? It's like, and it's something. He, he's like, he can't get wrap his mind around it. He's like, it's always the guards. Why are the guards always causing problems? I'm just like, bro. Listen, we're sitting bro. here on the couch and it's like, I have something to tell you. I mean, Zach's a white male. He's not going to like ever deal with the guards in the prison system. Let's be real. Not unless he does something supremely stupid because he's got money now. No, even if he, well, Defiance Supreme is stupid, because right now he could do something supremely stupid and not really face any consequences other than fine. <coughs> White House. Um. Oh, wow, I just had to get that off my chest. Wow, you, you have quite a cough there, so. I know, right? <laughs> Still got a little bit of the post-nasal drip. But yeah, so. Gosh. Then they're going around. Oh, yeah, and, okay, um, good, good, good. They say that the, okay. <laughs> the factory has bashing head energy. I didn't write that down specifically because I could not bring myself to be like, open quotation marks, bashing, bashing head, head energy. energy, close quotation marks. Listen, this is like 10 years before big, big dick energy was a thing. And <laughs> so they're continuing to walk around. <laughs> and so the guy's like, by the way, sometimes we find dead bodies in here. So if you see flies, if you see a lot of flies or putrid smells... I spilled wine on myself. Oh no! <laughs> That's such a nice top! I'll get it out later, it's fine. Okay. And then, uh, Zach goes, are you saying it might be a dead body? And he goes, it, it just might be a dead body. So Zach goes, so, we see a dead body, we should just push it off and continue, and keep going, right? Push it off keep going with the investigation. And they don't cut back to the cop who's giving them the tour. And the worst part is, Zach's not asking. No. He's, like, saying, he's like, okay, so this is the plan, right? Cool. And Nick's in the background like, oh, do we get to become homicide detectives? Like, oh, my God. It's bro. ridiculous. Bro. Also, when the cops like, we're unique because they're involved with shadow figures. I'm like, almost every haunting has shadow yeah, figures. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw, like, the back of my head. I saw, like, my <laughs> stomach. My eyes rolled so far back. Um, they do, like, okay. I have, I have, I have a quibble about this episode, Kim. Okay. So, the guy's like, so there's a cemetery over there across the street, and Zach's like, oh my god, fuck a cemetery. And he goes, yeah, a Hungarian woman was buried alive in the cemetery. And then they don't say anything else. Nope. They, and they bring, mention it, and they go away, and they bring her up again later in the episode, and they don't say anything else. So now I have to take my ass to, like, the fucking Google and trying to figure out how to Google a Hungarian woman getting buried alive in a cemetery. So here's the thing. A lot of the buried alive stories are bullshit. Th- that's the thing. I wanted to know more about the details. Who was she? How did she get buried alive? I don't know. They're I like, just, fuck that. There's a woman. We can't talk totally about her. I totally ignored all of that. My notes between this and like the next important thing are, I don't know why, but seeing Aaron lay down X's makes me happy. <laughs> we get the Zach eating a light bulb card again. Uh, and also so. the shock tower has low hanging barbed wire why <laughs> oh my gosh right so then like the other thing is um when we come back from the vacation the vacation commercial break but we don't have commercial so it wasn't a vacation it was a tease it was, we got to see zach eating light bulb again yeah <laughs> he's like they made things that killed people zach like cannot wrap his head around this i'm like Yes, it's a factory. Guns, that's what guns kill people, Zach. What are you talking about? 
guns don't be- kill people. People kill people with their guns. I don't know. No. I can't remember all of the bumper oh, stickers. No, it's people are immortal and therefore we cannot die. I have all the bumper stickers somewhere up here. Yeah. There's a bunch of good ones. Um, he's really yeah. stuck on this. Like He's really stuck on let's this. Let's just... But they're going Ugh. through, and he finds an old phone, and he picks it up, and he goes, who are you going to call? Ghost Adventures! Hello, how may I help you? So, remember how I said that I had some Zach Museum news? Is that phone? No. Oh, no. Okay. He has the props from the original ghost. Uh, he doesn't ghost deserve ghost. them! <laughs> he has the props from the original Ghostbusters movie. And has created a special effects show in his museum, showing them in action. <laughs> so because this is not a visual medium, you guys can't see this. But Sam kind of just like gave up on life, got off the couch, <laughs> and is lying down on her stomach, like, with her arms flayed out. Just, I give up. Yeah, Zach now has like I think he has like the like ghost hunting like backpack thingy. Ugh. And uh, so yeah, so there's a ghost. There's a Ghostbusters exhibit now at Zach's haunted museum, and he Fucking was very excited people. about it. Um, and so that is my. I feel like Indiana Jones. Those things belong in a museum. But it isn't a museum. Not his museum. Okay, there we go. Museum and the moving image and oh wait, technically those things don't belong in a museum. They belong with their rightful tribal owners. But that's besides the point. Take that, Andy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they're in this shock tower, shot tower, shock. I think they never say why it's called that. I don't know. I just saw the barbed wire and said, "What the fuck? Why are you walking around this place at night in the dark? What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then they're like, we're going to go up to the top. And Zach goes, there are three things I don't... Sorry. Zach goes, heights, snakes, and crazy looking dolls. Yeah. These are the top three things on the snack... Uh, the Zach, Zach doesn't like list. <laughs> I'm like, real? But they are, and they've come across fairly All regularly. Them, and every yeah. time they come across, Zach, like, has a hard time freaking out. It was so good. So he tries like going up the stairs. It gets halfway there. He goes, "I'm good. We can stop here, right, guys? We can just right. say this is the top." And Nick and Aaron are like, "No, we need to go all the way up." And they pressure him into going all the way up. He literally looks at the camera and goes, "I hate peer pressure." To which I think I shouted at the screen, "You liar!" <laughs> he just doesn't like it when it's used against him. Yeah. Aaron begs to differ. Aaron very much gets a kick out of this. Um, so they get to the top, and Zach does not leave the stairs once they get to the top. He's like, wow, it's beautiful. We're how high up? 250 feet? Like, the 50 feet makes a difference. Is that higher than at Sloss? I think, I don't know. No, no, that's what he says. Oh, does he say that? Okay. I don't know. He was just like, I just remember him going, wow, that's beautiful. Let's go down now. (laughs) Nick high fives him because I think it is higher than Sloss. And he's like, you did a good job, bro. And he's like, I don't like heights, so I get it. You wouldn't catch me up there, but you also wouldn't catch me in a decaying building that's full of man-sized holes. So... I feel like I had you do something recently that was high up and, like, you were a very good sport about it. I do my best. 
Like, cause I have a tendency of forgetting that you have a height thing. What was it? I do kind of remember this. I don't remember. I don't remember either, but I remember having this conversation with you, and I was like, oh, yeah. Um, except for coasters. You're usually very good on coasters. That's because you're only high up for, like, two seconds. Okay. My least favorite coasters are the one that, like, we're going to just crank you up to the top and then hold you long enough to think that this ride is broken. I hate that. I hate but that. But you love El Toro? Yeah. Because it's a very good coaster. But that, like, first, like, ah oh, shit... Because then my brain goes, okay, so if we have to climb down from here, can I do that? And then the other half of my brain goes, fuck no, we can't. <laughs> yeah, you do Kingdom Ka. Kingdom Ka is like five seconds, though. I mean, granted, it's, it's, a, it's a slingshot. Like, when you go up, there is no hanging. You, like, you go up and you come back down. I've described it as, um, you see, like, tree, you see, like, trees, track, Sky, parking lot, trees, truck. That's it. <laughs> I remember going on with um, someone with that went to high school with and screaming, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die!" And meanwhile, she had me try to memorize the number of a guy she had a crush on, so that if she died, I could call her. <laughs> is this what I think it is? Probably not. Okay. That seems so odd. That's so <laughs> cute. I love it. That's so odd. Uh, no, King of Ka's fun. My fear was that I'd have to get, like, like, so, King of Ka, if well, it fails to launch you the It first just comes time, back down on the back! And then it'll launch you again. So, like, I wanted that to happen, but my fear was that it'd be, like, more than two tries. You know? It's kind of like <laughs> the old Matchbox racers. Like, if you didn't put enough force behind the Matchbox car... It just would come back down backwards until you did it again. Yeah, but like, okay, doing that twice, wow, that sounds exhilarating. Three times I'm like, and now we're going to die. It's going to launch us too far. We're going to go off the track. I'm going to die in that parking lot in a fiery blaze. But yeah, so Zach made a big... We have a new coaster. We have to go. I know. I'm so excited. So Zach makes a big point. Of how they went researching at the library. But then he seemed so surprised by the cemetery being across the street. And then, oh my god, there are underground tunnels. He seemed shocked by the fact that there are underground tunnels. I'm like, bitch, didn't you make a whole big scene about the fact that you went to the fucking library and researched this place? Well, it's actually not the library. It's the archives of the building. Which is worse! So yeah, so they get back down and they're walking and Aaron steps on the nail. He should get a tetanus shot. I know it didn't break skin. He should get a tetanus shot. No, if it doesn't break skin, he doesn't need a tetanus shot. Which is why you wear hard-soled shoes on, like, when you go urban exploring in abandoned buildings. Don't go urban exploring. Because it's illegal. Well, they they have permission to be there. That's a little less urban exploration, though. Yeah. So I will say they had permission to be there. But yeah, uh, Aaron steps on a rusty nail, and everyone's freaking out. So he pulls off his shoe, he goes, I'm good! I'm good! He's adorable. And oh, then, right, and this is when they decide it's time to go visit the godfather of the paranormal. Yes, so he brings a bunch of random shit from Remington Arms, because sure. I can't. Gosh. So, so this then, is why we talked for an hour beforehand. And so then they go, and they talk to the guy, and then Zach goes, can I see your museum? And they go downstairs, and they see his museum of haunted objects, and you can see the gears turning in Zach's head 
But this is when he gets the idea. See it. The guy's for name his is, museum is John Zaffis. The other thing he says here is like, it's full of dolls. This this museum. It is so full of dolls. He goes, which, I say I hate them, but that really means I love them because they, they scare, scare me. me. My note here is you can't neg the dolls, Zach. See, my note here is cue blinking white guy gif. <laughs> That's that's this entire show though. <laughs> that but like that gopher. line specifically. It's that the gopher and Haruhi saying I hate rich people. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not rich during this. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Anyway, <laughs> Ghost Adventures. But like the Haruhi I hate rich people gif is good for a number of circumstances. It's good for fucking everything. It's fucking everything. There's no time. Ooh, 2019. Good use. I've had to use it on myself a couple of times. Oh man. <laughs> anyway. Future Kim, that's more doors that aren't yours. Zach, like. So Zach puts a night vision camera on like a fire escape. He's like, it's locked over there. Hopefully it's there when we're done. I'm like. Okay, but before, Sorry, what? before that, right? They, they And they also never bring up the camera again. Never. Never comes up again. So I don't think it was still there. Just saying. So that that portion starts with Zach standing in front of like two police cars that with the flashing lights, no sirens, thank God. And he's like, Bridgeport police are sweeping the building right now and they're gonna be standing guard all night. And then we have the camera, and I'm like, wow, this is a great use of Bridgeport police funding. This is what it's for. Three dudes in a very dangerous building. I'm actually okay with it. Well, yeah, because it's a film set, but like... Well, that and also the way I look at it is that, A, it confirms that they're there. Yeah. So any calls they get from the area or be like, oh, it's just these guys. And it also makes sure that there's no dangers to them happening while there's cameras rolling no no i totally get why they're there and like it's just like wow because he makes it sound like they have police ringing the entire building just waiting for them all night long i'm like wow wow so after that they get immediately into the investigation and this is when shit gets good honestly I'm not saying skip the first part of this episode. Because there's definitely entertaining parts. But if you did, you're, you'd be okay, honestly. Yeah, it's like... So, as this soon is, as... I would just want to note, they have flashlights for this episode. Eh, no, uh, not really, because they do mention a couple of times that they almost fall into things because they didn't see it with that out the infrared. But they do have the flashlights, because they're flinging them all over the place. I don't know. I, I, I know that in my notes I have, and Cause that they are dumbass, and I have, they are dumbasses for walking around with no light source, since there are a lot of unprotected drops, because Nick almost fucking falls. Nick almost fucking falls, and like, they show several, there's several places where Zach's like, looking around his flashlight, like, you know, holding it like, next to his eyes, camera on the other hand. And shining it into, like, Aaron's camera, like, a bunch of time. Right. So, like, I don't think... I think they were mostly being dumb for effect. Maybe. But, but they are dumbasses. So, I describe this show to people who aren't familiar with it as three frat boys hunting ghosts. 
Big yawn. Uh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> right. So we're going to take a quick break because I want to like rinse the shirt out and change it. It's so, a nice shirt. So um, let's make up some ads that we don't have. Oh. Sponsor us, 19 Crimes. Sponsor us. Okay, so I have a new shirt on. Um, the first thing they hear in the investigation is a disembodied, they call it disembodied screaming. Sam and I just looked at each other like, that's fucking wind. Yep. We're like, that's fucking wind. And they're sitting around being like, oh my gosh, it sounds like a riot. And then Zach's like, it sounds like it has a water filter. And I also heard an echo. So you know, it came from within here. Yes. And Kim and I are just dying. Because it's wind hitting the walls, a lot of the internals of which are, not the internals of the walls, but there are a lot of like metal walls and doors throughout the factory. The whole thing is is like half rusted. It is wind. There's no glass in half these windows and the other half are broken. It is motherfucking wind. Then we get them going, we heard a disembodied voice say me and... Sam and I just roll our eyes so hard. We did so much eye rolling, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was, this was in response to Mask. I'm like, who are we talking? Did you die here? And they heard something say me. And we're just like, okay. Okay. Um, but then. Then. They get a woman's voice say, not so hard. And then followed by, yes. Yeah, so, um, they get a woman, they say it says not so hard, you know me, I can't hear jack shit. And, and I then, couldn't really hear many, like, I don't remember what I heard, I think I heard not so hard, but. Yeah, this one you're like, that, that I could hear not so hard at the end. Um, and then the next one, they, they were like, it's a sound of crying. And it sounds like a voice. I wouldn't necessarily say crying. I didn't really hear the crying. I have in my notes, maybe someone crying, but I heard the yes. The, the yes, yes was, was clear. clear. I heard the yes. I was sitting on this couch like, fuck. And that was the first one Sam has tonight, but not the last. No, no. This one was actually really, it made me feel better about the fact that I can't make out jack shit. Also, we get our next, next we get a Zachism. Oh my god. Uh, as the... The night is getting darker outside. The factory's darkness was already embracing us inside. It was and so I'm like, bad. I'm like, <laughs> Zach Bagelbites, you, you motherfucker. I also wrote that one down. Um, and then I have OMG, they are so dumb. They are so dumb. Just, they're so dumb. They are really dumb, for real. Uh, but then... Um, on their night vision, they capture what sounds like furniture moving, which is a sound I'm very familiar with right now. <laughs> and it definitely sounds like something heavy being dragged across the floor. And something metal? Like, it sounded like metal. Yes, it sounded like something metal being dragged across the floor. And this is a sound that we're very clear on. Very clear. I helped Kim move. That's how, that's how she got me sick. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had recovered. I had not. No. I'm like terrified. So the postdoc in my lab. Yeah. She has a little baby boy and now her whole family is sick. I'm like, did I get you sick? She's like, no, it wasn't you. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, I feel so bad. Yeah. Listen, my family wanted to stay away from me. My coworker has strep now, so I'm hoping I don't get that. Oh no. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. It was just, it was a fun time. 
But uh, definitely, definitely metal noises. Probably against that like metal type of floor or like metal concrete. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was like there was definitely the noise of something moving. And then they maybe hear talking? I didn't really quite catch the talking, but I heard the fucking furniture moving. It sounded like... That um, was not wind. Because wind again, wind rattling sounds different than furniture moving. No, it sounded like furniture moving and it was like... And then like a pause, like you're like... And then... Uh, I heard the, I heard the distant talking. Kind of sounds like you know when someone's getting the elevator, and they're having a conversation, but we can't quite make out what they're saying because they're not drunk girls. But then, <laughs> remember that time we were recording and it was just like the drunkest girls. <laughs> you mean like ninety percent of the Friday nights in like my building? Yeah. Well, which. Not making fun of the drunk girls. It's my building's all med students and PhD students. On a Friday, we got the weekend ahead of us. We getting drunk. As someone who has been drunk and will be drunk again, I have nothing against drunk girls. Drunk girls are some of the nicest human beings on the planet. <laughs> Every time that Tumblr post that comes around about like drunk girls being like the nicest people, it just makes me so happy. I know it's so good. I constantly think of the peanut peanut story. very wonderful young women in the bathroom while I was drunk and they are drunk and it's really just like you're so pretty I love your hair see when I'm drunk I just get sleepy and I'm like can I fall asleep right here I can okay thanks (laughs) I can have snap now (laughs) I can have snap um but the next thing uh is the most interesting piece honestly it is so they kept what they say is a gunshot and a scream. On so the like, fourth level, specifically. It's a fourth level, it's a static cram on the fourth level. Yeah. So I heard a gunshot. It sounds, the scream sounds like a cat to me, but that's irrelevant because they also had a camera in a similar position on the first floor that didn't capture it. And this is significant because we know it's not outside because earlier... There's a car outside blaring the car horn, and both cameras captured that audio, but only the fourth floor camera captured the gunshot and scream. And it definitely sounded like a, like, you know, the sharp pop of a gun. Yeah. Um, I also was like, is that a kitty? Did someone just fu- like, yeah. fucking Yeah, like, when I heard it, I'm like, that's not a fucking gun, that's a car backfiring. And then it didn't appear on the other camera, I was like, never mind. And then they also called PD and was like, Guns? And, and like, PD was like, no guns. Yeah, they hadn't had any, like, uh, reports of gunshots that night, so. Um, my next note is, bro is just obsessed with murders, though. Everything is a goddamn murder. Right, because he was like, is this the echoes of someone who was murdered? Which, to be fair, there's really no other reason to shoot off a gun in a munitions factory. <laughs> well... Because um, testing's done off-site, not on-site. Testing's done in tunnels. But that wasn't in the tunnel. That was no, on the fourth, fourth floor. floor. So, like, it could be one going off. Like, I... There's so many things it could be. But it was definitely an isolated noise. Yeah. And it was neat. So then, Zach starts talking... I forgot what brings us up, but they're walking around, and Zach starts 
talking about, you know, how he's afraid. He's like, I don't know what chemicals are floating around here. Maybe they're affecting us. And you just see Aaron give the biggest eye roll. So my notes here are, is Zach like an organic, non-GMO, oh no, the chemicals type of guy? And then the other note is, Aaron is a sweet baby boy. <laughs> if you follow their Instagram. Is he really? Gross. Um, all of them are now? Gross. They're like very into like organic and like non-GMO. And I'm just like. The corn isn't going to kill you, bro. Guys. Hi. I'm a PhD candidate in biomedical sciences. And I'm here to give you a special PSA. GMOs are perfectly safe to eat. The testing that one has to go through to get a GMO approved is heavy. Is heavy, not to mention the fact that if you eat something that has been genetically modified, you're not going to get sick from the genetic modification. If the genetic modification causes an adverse effect due to creating a toxic byproduct, that would have already been found in pre- in safety tests prior to that. And yes, with any type of genetic modification or any type of modification in general, you do need to do a test a safety test even with uh, different types of breeds. With that being said, genet- we do genetic modification all the time. Genetic modification has just been a more or, um, efficient manner of doing what we have done with se- for centuries with selective breeding. It is safe. Also, vaccinate your goddamn cotch goblins. Seriously, go get your fucking flu shot and vaccinate your fucking kids and yourself. Go get vaccinated. Vaccines are good. And they don't cause autism. No, they don't. Vaccinate your fucking kids. Also, a kid with autism is absolutely better than a dead kid. Like, what the fuck? That too. What kind of monster are you? Like, I've dealt with autistic kids, or uh, children with autism, autistic kids. I'm sorry, I... No, Uh, that one varies by the person. Yeah, that one varies by the person, so if you're offended by one, I'm really sorry. Um... But um, I've worked with uh, children with autism before. They are wonderful children. They are wonderful kids. I and know some lovely adults with autism. Yes. Like, get the fuck over yourself. Build a bridge. Get over it. The yeah. other thing, everything you fucking eat has had genes modified at some point via selective breathing or whatever. Just, just, just stop. Wash your produce because the pesticides are far more important than what's on the inside. Also, organic produce can use pesticides. Just wash your fucking produce. Like, I know you guys are like, organic doesn't use pesticides. Like, no, there are pesticides that can still be used with organic produce. Chicken shit. Also, Uh farmers are no longer allowed to use antibiotics in feed to, quote unquote, fatten up their livestock. Not only that, but due to the fact that they actually need antibiotics to save sick animals, most most reputable farmers won't do that. Honestly, find a local farmer, and I know it's more expensive, but if you're really concerned, just just get to know a farmer, and then buy all your produce, meat, and other products Which, directly from the farmer. Admittedly, we're kind of saying that from a place of privilege, because we're in New York City, and there's like 10 farmers and workers a day, at least. Yeah. Like, there's one here by Jacoby every Tuesday. But I also just go to the grocery store and get my GMO products right there. I also refuse to pay extra for organic because fuck that shit. So, <laughs> well, it depends on what I'm doing. Honestly, if it's something where, like, I really want the taste of the, the fruit to come through, I'll go get something organic. Nope. 
If I got a little extra money, I feel The flush. only time I get organic is when it happens to be cheaper than regular. I I am too much of a cheap bastard to care. <laughs> Seriously, I buy all my furniture from Ikea and build it myself because I refuse to pay more. Find your local farmer's markets. Make some friends. If it's something that... If it's... A, if it's... um. Like, I drove to Ikea and fit four pieces of furniture in my little sedan because I refused to pay the extra to drive the U-Haul there. I am a cheap bastard. You are lovely. You are so lovely and so wonderful. But I splurge on vacations because I'm like, I want to do all the things. I'm so excited for our vacation. I'm so excited. It'll be so good. Anyway, we got a little bit off topic talking about GMO. But yeah, Aaron gives a huge eye roll when Zach is like, I don't want, I'm worried about all these chemicals in the air, and Aaron's just like, whatever, dude. And like, honestly, if you're concerned about chemicals in your air, they make products for that. So I like, will have to admit that he gets later. I will say later, later seasons do put this in perspective when like, um, Zach actually has a severe mold allergy. From and going he, into all these tunnels without that proper uh, protective yeah, so equipment. Yeah, so he, um... He didn't want to wear the mask for the longest time because he thought it was super uncool. And now he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so, when, here's more advice for your urban exploration. Get permission, because it's illegal. Uh, well, wear, other than that. Wear shoes that are proper footwear. Hard soles. No tetanus. Um, 5'11 um, sh- boots are fantastic for this, by the way. And then here's another one. Personal protective equipment is important. You don't want to be breathing in the mold spores, and then the mold spores are in you. Wear a mask. Anyway, so speaking of Aaron, here's growling, and it's capturing his audio. And then, of course, you know, Aaron can't have too much attention on himself. Uh, Zach feels something go through him, and then Nick... Feel something go yeah, through yeah. him. Because this is the thing that happens, right? Aaron's like, holy shit, I didn't like that. And then Zach is always like, oh, something's happening to me. And then Nick is like, me too, me too. And I don't want to say they're not feeling things because I don't know them. I don't know their life. But like, this it's always this happens. Zach goes, we have been doing this long enough to know when our bodies are be- are reacting to spirits. And I'm like, bitch, please. Listen, I live in a fucking haunted house for basically my entire life. I don't know whether I'm feeling something or having an anxiety attack basically any day of the week. And my reaction to danger is to punch in the face, so. Yeah, I can't punch ghosts. That's what you think. <laughs> I don't know. What You've gonna... just never tried. I don't know what your your notes say here, <laughs> but my next one is why do they yell at the ghosts? I get very excited. Put inside voices, bros. <laughs> That's a whole other issue. I think I got tired of bringing that up. So I'm just like, they'll always yell at the ghosts because they are three frat boys going through a haunted adventure. They're like, did you get mur- did you get murdered here? Like, oh, I wouldn't talk to them. So then they, Aaron hears a voice and they catch it on the recorder and it says, "Well, there's something," which. Does not quite meet the um, outstanding yes. voice clip from last episode, but there is something about the ghost being excited about a reaction. It's like, well, 
there something. You see, it's funny because I couldn't hear there something. I thought it said maybe you step back. Um, or but possibly Lucifer. Who knows? I, see, I heard neither of those. I heard a hard ing sound. Yeah, I didn't hear the ing. Hallway uh, noise. But yeah, so Zach... So then Zach starts trying to antagonize Ghost. I'm like, Zach, just try to stop. Just stop trying to get Ghost to attack you. Not every interaction has to be an attack. Pounding for emphasis. I'm gonna hate myself later. Yes, you will. My notes here um, aren't just... Uh, and now Zach's doing the thing. He's doing the thing. I hate the thing. <laughs> um... But I can't I, even tell you what it was because my brain was like, we're not processing this information. I don't know. All I know is as they're walking through, they capture something and they're like, it says energy. And both Sam and I hear right here. It is so clear. It, it sounds nothing like it energy. It sounds exactly like someone being like, right here. You know? It's clear. It's so clear. Some Connecticut tear is out there being like, right here. And they're like, energy. Does this malevolent figure... Need to use our energy. Like, we're just, you like, just wanted to hear energy. Yeah, so they leave. Ugh. Or they try to leave, but then the steps are breaking down. So, like, you know, that's what happens in old abandoned buildings. They're not necessarily structurally sound anymore. Um, but Actually, then- Zach's exchange here was very funny. Because Zach's like, oh, that's like 30, 40 feet straight down. And then I think it was Nick's like, we can find another way. And Zach goes, No. That'll take too long. And he just skips the broken stuff. <laughs> He's like, we're just gonna go. And Aaron's like, are you sure? <laughs> He's like, yeah, guys, it's fine. Just don't step there. You'll fall to your death. <laughs> like. Uh. But yeah, so after they leave, they have a couple of static cams in the building still. They get some sort of light followed by a noise. That's the best I can describe it. It's a light followed by a noise. To me, the light honestly just looks like a camera malfunction. It almost looks like a car going by and they're like, you don't see the reflections on any of the other reflective surfaces. And I'm like, I'm saying. They also get uh, what maybe looks like a dude walking um, to which I was kind of like, Okay. I watched this entire episode. I could not for the life of me figure out what the fuck they were talking about. I did see what they were talking about, but I was like, meh. It didn't really look like much to me. But what was cool is, do you capture the sound of a male voice saying help? And that was fucking clear. I could make out the uh, H noise really clear. So then... Oh my god. They get into the car. Ugh. And Zach is really excited. So he turns to Aaron and like the lights on his face. And there's something. And Sam and I are talking like, you know, Zach looks kind of hot there. And then he opens his fucking mouth. <laughs> See, I just. So if that scene on mute would have been beautiful, I would have just been like, huh. But no, he opens his fucking mouth. He goes, that was an explosive lockdown. Get it? Because it's a. Weapons, uh, an ammunition factory that had an explosion. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? It exploded. Hold up, I don't have enough wine for this. It's, it hurts me. My note after that is actually, get fucked! So then they go to California, 
and show Vicky the evidence they captured. Which isn't that great. She's like, yeah, no, you got some things. But, but, the stuff they show Vicky is the clip we just saw, including Zach's voiceover. The voiceover and the on-screen text. It is, is great. it's the unfinished show. It's like they, they, they cut the show and they're like, oh shit, we still have like five minutes. What are we going to fill it with? Some other miscellaneous noises? Nah, let's go talk to Vicky and sit her down and watch, make her watch, like, this rough edit. I was like, it was so great. And, like, it, it was so ridiculous. Sam and I actually took a second and we were like, is he showing her the fucking episode? It's, I hate it. I hate it. Why do we watch so the show, Kim? Because we're masochists. Oh, yeah, apparently. Honestly, my favorite part of this latter part is that Nick says the word leg so many times, but he doesn't say leg like someone who grew up in New York. He says leg. He just says leg. He's like, look, it's a leg. You can see a foot in a leg. It's a leg. It's a leg. And I'm like, it's a leg. Honestly, though, this episode is actually entertaining. Yeah, except like, like every episode of Ghost Adventures, if you uh, ignore Zack... Even Zach wasn't that bad in this episode. No. At least once the um, interview stopped. He only tried to antagonize a ghost once. Yeah. This is a record low for Zach, okay? It's amazing. He didn't get possessed. It came close. We thought he was. I thought. I thought. We were, we were like, oh, he gets touched, and then what? Though I'll be honest. When he does be like, I feel like something's touching me, he gets oddly, like, calm and which is why we're like oh my god it's happening it's happening and then it's like no i think he was just like so freaked out that he didn't know how to react i think i think it's just you know now he has something that he's addicted to ghost possession i don't know i don't Um, know man but and we're only three seasons in there's like 17 more oh my god like, he does, like, this episode, I think it's from 2010. Oof. I think so. I think I so. Know. I think we finally moved out of 20, 2009. I don't know. I I didn't read the description for this episode, because Travel Channel has been, like, failing us. Yeah, they've been failing us this season. This was 2000, how the fuck is this 2009 still? November. Still fucking 2009. Okay. We're still in 2009! <laughs> So wait, is the next one also 2009? Probably. No, yes, it's December 2009. That's the last, no. We're almost there. Seven in this volume is the next. Wow. Wow. We truly looking at baby Zach right now. We are. He's. I do have to admit, he gets better about the whole antagonizing ghost things in later seasons. Because he's like, oh, hey, there's consequences to doing that. Yes, that consequence is fucking possession. Over and over and over again. Alright, so. That was Remington Arms, which was season three, episode four. iTunes, season three. Yes. Episode four. So if you're playing along, because every single 
distribution channel has a different order. And I don't think these are on Hulu. Seasons 8 through 13 are. Yeah, but these aren't. No, these are not. Because why should we have everything? So yeah, so this was season 3, episode 4, or if you're just following our episode order, which is the better order, it this was episode 19. Did you just go check? Yes, I did. <laughs> you expect me to actually remember? God forbid we ever get into the hundreds. Uh I don't think there's a hundred episodes of the show. But wait, no, there uh, are. There have no, no, to be. There are because they do a hundredth episode special. Which it actually, which we're not gonna review, but we can. It's a lot of fun. It's a um a um it, it's a uh If it's that if it's their hundredth episode, it should be our hundredth episode, so we should review it. Well actually it won't be because we skipped a couple episodes. Mm. Like there's some episodes that just like don't appear in iTunes. Yeah. For some reason. Um but no, what is it? It's a um I want to say flashback episode, but it's not right. It's a clip, clip show. show. Yeah, we don't have to review a clip show. But it is fun because they go through their favorite moments. Oh, Like, scariest events. The funniest bloopers. Like. Oh, man. They get into it. It's cute. If we do do that, we have to rate each clip out of five. That might just be a bonus episode. Yeah. For the Patreon that we still haven't done. Watch, we'll go on vacations like Sam, you and I are stuck on this plane for like the next two hours. Oh so. no. Oh no. <laughs> My ankle finally hurts from me like twisting it. Yeah. I mean, oh, we have yeah. transportation to the plane. We do. Um, Which pleased Alex when I told him. I was like, yeah, we could just leave the car at my parents' place. My dad will drop us off and pick us up. He goes, sweet! Alright! That's, that's one less thing to worry about, honestly. Um... I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. Because ah. finding parking by my parents is way easier than finding parking by you. Well, yeah, and if for any reason, like, your car needed to be moved, you could leave the keys with your dad. I doubt it. Like, we don't have alternate side of the street or anything. Yeah. So, like, it should be fine. I'm so excited! My dad likes to turn cars on. My dad, my dad would probably do that. Yeah. Although he didn't. When I was in Japan, and then I had to drive him to the eye doctor, and my car wouldn't turn off. Hmm. That looks like a direct consequence to his actions, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, there was a fucking blizzard while I was in Japan. Just turn the car on. While my parents were gone the other, like the last time they were gone, I literally, um... When I was walking the dog one night, I just took the car keys with me. We got in the car for a moment while I turned it on and then turned it back off again. And Storm was so disappointed that we weren't going anywhere. Darwin hates the car. Storm likes the car until she realizes that, oh shit, we're going to go to the VET. See, Darwin... Well, that's not true. If it's with me, he'll deal with it because he knows I'm usually taking him someplace fun. But like any other time he sees the car, he's like, no. No, 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 no. I mean, when he came on the trip... Um, to drop me off that one time. He was shaking the entire time. Poor baby. I know. I know. He's so good. He is so good. He's usually happiest if I have, like, the little, his little blue, like, soft carrier. Because I kind of strap him in in that, and he's, like, just chilling. Storm wants to be, uh, basically on top of the dashboard, but she cannot do that because that is a hazard on 
Darwin wants to be on the window. You may have noticed that. Yeah, I was just, he's so small. He is. My dog, I have a Yorkie, he's like 11 pounds. He's so small. He's so cute. He is I so love cute. him. And he just wants to cuddle and lick you up. I just love him. Well, he'll be a guest next time we record because I'm dog sitting. Woo! Um, assuming we don't re- do another episode after this, but we could discuss this once we're done. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we- next episode, whatever next it episode happens. is the Linda Vista Hospital. Ooh. Linda Vista Hospital was deluged with wounded gang members and innocent bystanders brought down in the midst of a gangland war zone. Join Zach, Nick, and Aaron as they endure some of their most chilling discoveries yet. They discover things? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm actually excited for the next episode. Okay. Um, I remember Linda Vista being one of my favorite episodes. Oh, it's Linda Vista. I've had one, okay? Sorry, I'm like, Linda Vista sounds weird. Why does it sound weird? Because it's Spanish, it's Spanish. and I'm like not even trying right now. My white girl's coming out. You can hear my white girl come out. It's okay. <laughs> I want to finish this wine and be like, okay, take me home, I'm done. It's like yesterday when I was like explaining to uh, two Indian American friends of mine what... Um, hamburger helper was and they're like wait we grew up in vegetarian households what the hell is the hamburger helper and i was like oh boy <laughs> they had a they had a, another storm coming and I, they were so confused they're like wait what why is it like dried meat i'm like no you buy the meat at the store and then that yeah it's helping your hamburger well finally they got it and like that was the exact words they used like oh it's helping the hamburger that's why it's called hamburger helper we have never used it in my household because we season things in my house i use it because i'm lazy and (laughs) you're good um, um, but now, no, the best part is I actually have, like, homemade pasta sauce that's, like, frozen in my freezer that I can make. <laughs> Sam's face right now is just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know it has an extra step, but, like, come on! That'll taste so much better! I want it cheesy. Okay. Alright. <laughs> I think I hurt Sam. <laughs> If I had, like, homemade pasta sauce in my freezer right now, I'd be, like, <laughs> done. I guess because I bro- grew up with it, so I'm, like, kind of spoiled by it. The only time I've ever had homemade pasta sauce in my freezer was when I made the damn sauce. And that's... My mother would love to make sauce for you. You know that, right? If she gave me some sauce, I would greatly appreciate it. I would not say no. <laughs> You know, next time she's making sauce, she has some extra. Well, it a, she misses cooking because right now she's doing Nutrisystem. So like, she begs me, she's like, can I cook for you? Please, 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 please. <laughs> she could cook for that uh, fuck who's going to Nashville. He she already did. He apparently doesn't know how to take care of himself. He doesn't. <laughs> no one does he listen to this podcast. Yeah, so we can say <laughs> Moving was really just us sitting around being like, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> I told him he was fucking useless to his face. He, he was is. like, oh, completely useless. And I'm like, yar. No, he couldn't come because he was too sore from his hike. Mm, boo-hoo. 
you're very mean. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I've been moving for six days. Like, this is my I off. carried Ikea furniture by myself. I am a five foot tall girl. And you're, you're, you're not like, it's not like you're incredibly muscular. You know what I mean? It's not like Kim's like five foot tall, but like jacked. No. I wish though, cause that would be fantastic. Kim's five foot tall and Italian. I do the thing. Yeah. There's a thing. I find a way to do it. Make it happen. Except for like putting together my desk where I'm like, Sam, I need you. Well, that was hard because the back really didn't want to, like, make it happen. And it was, uh, and the desk is a corner desk, so I couldn't, like, lie it down on the floor to, like... Yeah, because it's just a triangle. Like, if I had been doing it by myself, I probably would have used, like, a copious amount of tape and then, like, sat there to get the adhesive off. See, I was spoiled because I knew you were coming eventually. Yeah, it's easy to be like, hey, get a friend to hold this. I do a lot. I found a lot of IKEA furniture by myself. Like I was so excited when I finished the couch. You know, it was like three ta- three people do this. My fat white ass, and then I tried lifting it, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> you text me during D and D, like, uh, can you help? <laughs> like D and D, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> it was fine. I got you the next day, and then we lifted it together. We did it, and you're like, Jesus Christ, no wonder you couldn't lift this by yourself. No, like, just the physics of it. You're just not that tall. This thing is actually, like, taller and wider than me. It's 72 inches by 72 inches. Yeah. So, like... I am 60 inches. There was a point at which I kind of just, like, propped it on my shoulder for a second while I adjusted my grip to continue pushing it. You can do that. It would be at, like, such a weird angle. I, well, here's the thing. The weight distribution. When I tried right. doing the weight, di- that's what I, I tried doing the weight distribution, but as soon as I would. The angle was wrong. Yeah, so it would just, like, crash down on me. Yeah. Got that shit up, though. It looks good. This apartment looks so good, you guys. You probably won't post pictures of it. No. <laughs> Eventually, right? It's still not done. I still can't access things. Like, I accidentally put, like, because I still have my boyfriend's crack. He has his own closet. It's not a usable closet. It's a closet literally filled top to bottom with boxes. That are his. This is the best part about having a boyfriend who doesn't live in the same country. <laughs> I love him. And his t- and he was like, I okay, this fucked up. So I thought you were going to be moving the same time I was moving, but he hadn't had his keys yet. Yeah. So he's like, I couldn't take it away from you. I'm sorry. I'm like, because originally the plan was he was going to put stuff in the U-Haul and bring it to storage, but we took so long getting the fucking couch yeah. that by the time we were done, he's like, I got to go or I'm going to be late for work. And I'm like, it's cool. I got you. I can't, he can't like be like, y'all, I'm <coughs> sick. Either. No, he's stubborn. He'll still go to work sick. Well, that's a different issue. It's like. He's finally figured out that he has PTO and can take PTO and there's not a consequence for it. I keep up to remind him, like, I'm happy that you found PTO, but also, honey, remember, we're going on vacation in January. <laughs> I'm just going to plug unions right here. Unionize. He has a union. Yeah, I know. That's the best part. He does. He has a great union. Then you could take your PTO. He's $11.99. It's fantastic. You could go to fucking Disney, y'all. Um, we're talking about maybe getting me on his insurance, because his insurance is, like, much more flexible than mine. Ooh. 
Because mine is great if I stay in Mon- if I stay within Montefiore. Yeah. His is great. No matter fucking what. Yeah, let's wrap up. So, um, this is us. Stop running from this. Ghost Adventures Review Podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Kim. You can find us at various places on the internet. We are at Stop Running From This Podcast on Instagram. Sorry, burp. SRFT Podcast on Twitter. Stop Running From This Podcast at Gmail? Yes. Dot com. And our website is stoprunningfromthis.blueberry.net with blueberry spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. And Kim's giving me homework to look at that website and have thoughts about it. And put on content that's more than our episodes. All of our episodes are available on our website as well as iTunes and Spotify. Wherever fine podcasts are found, really. And if you can't find us on your podcaster, podcatcher of choice um we're you know find us we have an rss feed it's all good yeah um, <laughs> please rate and review us on whatever you listen to us on like especially itunes seriously guys it's i know everybody says that and it's not because we're like right it's good subscribe <laughs> it's because that's how we get new listeners um that's what puts us up in the charts and our numbers are growing so thank you guys for spreading the word and like letting other people know about us you like us. You really, really like us. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's uh, but yeah, so thank you for that. And we will catch you next week with uh, Linda Vista Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I just butchered that, but it's fine. Either next week or, you know, Kim's going to be on vacation and the week after. And um, we'll put my real, and we'll put my terrible Spanish to the test in Spain. I believe in you. I know enough Spanish to get around. But that's what, I know more Spanish than I do Japanese. And I survived Tokyo. So. <laughs> and I feel like listening to people speak Spanish is going to help you a lot. That Also, I know how to order food. That's the most <laughs> important part. I ate in a lot of convenience stores until my translators came when I was in Japan. I don't need that anymore. I can order food in Spanish. <laughs> Not just pointing at shit and being like, Okay. <laughs> uh, quiero una piedra. Important parts. Yes. It's weird because if I try to like be like, okay, what is you know I want this in uh, Spanish, my brain goes to French. It's a quiero esta. Yeah. Like it's it's bad. French is right in my brain. Yeah, I'm like. I know enough Spanish to be like, I want something, I have something, um, I can get to my, I can look, get into my hotel room if the person doesn't speak English. Yes. Uh, it's a, tengo un reservation por Kimberly Morani. Perfect. I didn't say my Spanish was good, just that, like, I know enough to get around. It is Spanish. I know embarrassada means pregnant, not embarrassed. You know, we've had this conversation before, but like the first time I realized that people might think it meant embarrassed, I was already like an adult. (laughs) That was literally the first thing I learned in Spanish class. (laughs) Sometimes I wish I fucking took Spanish. That was the first thing I learned in Spanish. Um, embarazada was pregnant, 
And pregunto is question, not pregnant. <laughs> yes, I pregunto. You are a question? Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, this has been Stop Running from This, a Ghost Adventures Review podcast. We will catch you soon, and I'll let you know if I survive my um, Spanish journey. Shit, I feel like I came up with like a, a interim sign-off. No. I don't remember. So, um, unionize. <laughs>